not intoxicated could not explain his nudity. You Kansas City. Oh, yeah. Austin, Texas. Podcast hosted by Bruce and Steve. Um, All right, with uh, episode fifty-one of mm-hmm. Flipdust, the podcast. Fifty-one. Damn. Yeah, I know. I got a notice from uh, Podbean after I published the last episode. We got a we got a badge for uh, doing fifty episodes. So good for, for us. Perseverance. <laughs> <laughs> You know, most Something people run like out that. of steam at around eight. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Yeah, we just don't know when to quit. That's all. That's right. It's they get mad. That been... The only people listening are still their friends and nobody else. And, <laughs> and we're still doing well in France. So as long as the folks in France are still listening, Trey Boucher. Trey Boucher. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. Oh, so what's going on, dude? Not much, but I would like to point out at the beginning of the baseball season, I had posted somewhere that I thought that the World Series would be Padres Blue Jays. I am so close to being half right. (laughs) (laughs) Didn't they? I think they lost again tonight. I think they're down two to Philly now, though. No, no, no. They won tonight. Did they? I was eating, and I last thing I saw was uh, eight to five. So I think it's it's tied up now. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can go for that. I am uh, all in favor of the Padres. I told Laura, they're kind of, I think we've talked about this at Comic-Con, uh, sort of my default uh, National League team at this point. Exactly. Same here. You know, I have a hat or two. So, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, I do as well. And speaking of hats, I, after reviewing last time's podcast, last time's stream, I decided a hat was required because there was a lot of my bald head in the stream. So... Uh, yeah, so I decided I'd go with the Black Adam hat since the movie opens tomorrow. Nice. There we go. And I am, of course, broadcasting from the alternate site. <laughs> Are you in the yes. uh, Babe Cave? I am in the Babe Cave tonight. Uh, yes. Babe Cave. Yeah, they're watching, I don't know, horrible ho- Halloween movies downstairs. So here Define I am. Define horrible. <laughs> Ah, it's just I think cheesy. I'm not sure. I I didn't quite figure out what movie they were watching. Okay. One of those when you come in the middle, you're like, what the B Arthur? What? Wait. <laughs> <laughs> How long have I been asleep? <laughs> when did we start the all the girls marathon? <laughs> She was very young. She was Adrian Barbeau, in fact. That's how young she was. Um, yeah. <laughs> there's, there's our uh, obligatory mod reference for the show. I'm done now. There we go. Oh, wasn't it? Adrian Barbeau was like her kid on that or something, wasn't uh-huh. she? Uh-huh. There we go. Maud's daughter. Yes, that is correct. Oh, my God. I, you know, Lauren, I've had this conversation. A lot of the shows we got away with watching as kids, we had no business watching as kids. Maud comes to mind. Maud comes to mind. Well, all the uh, those early. Uh, well, I don't know if they're early. <laughs> well, wait a minute. Maybe seventies. Norman Lear's a hundred. So I... <laughs> he was. He wasn't even middle aged yet when he was at his peak. 
No, I, I can't think about this. So the, those shows came out the early seventies, late seventies. Mm-hmm. Well, they like started. The like, okay, so I'll start with all in the family, and it just sort of spread from there because it was like a mushroom cloud. Cause yeah, because you got Maude, off, the Jeffersons, right? And Maude and, beget good times. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, Florida uh, was Maude's uh, housekeeper. There we go. And <laughs> that gave us Jefferson's... John Amos and uh, <laughs> Dinobite. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but oh, I mean, wait a minute, the Jeffersons and then uh, Flo. She got her own show after that. Well, she was she was on Alice, but yeah, but yeah, Marlon not Gibson's Flo, characters. but you know who I'm talking uh, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah the but, housekeeper uh, from the Jeffersons. She got it. Didn't last for long, but she did get her own show. Uh, they realized it very quickly like without March her. Twenty two or something like that, or uh... that was a different show later. It was, was a different, different show. show I, okay. Yeah, same actress, same but different show. Yeah. Okay. No. No. <laughs> I know too much stupid <laughs> shit. Um, <laughs> oh wait a minute! Like I'm not right there with you. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm arguing the validity of your Marla Gibbs programming. Come on. I knew that was the name. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I, I thought Marla Gibbs. She did. What was her character's name on the Jeffersons? I'm trying to think of it. Um, I can't think of it. Uh, but yeah, so I remember she got her own show, and then there was like where she, like Brownstone two twenty one or some crazy. I mean, it was like I just remember like two seven. It was two two seven. Was it Brownstone two two seven? It was just two two seven. Just two two seven. But you're good. Because if I, yeah. What's her name? Okay, I got to look. I can't think of what her name was on the Jeffersons. That's going to bug the shit out of me. Um, yeah, yeah, I mean, now, all those shows. If, uh, up, the like, Ropers got their own show, that would have been, or the, the, the neighbors. The Ro- oh, the, well, we got Lenny Kravitz out of that. So. <laughs> ah, okay, there we go. <laughs> God. Uh, What's her name? Oh my god! Please stand by while I look it up. Uh, it was Florence. So she was Flo. See, uh, Flo, See you Florence. weren't wrong. Just the wrong show. That's right. That'd be Alice and Kiss Margaret. Alice. And then whenever you saw Alice. that actress without makeup, you're like, "Oh my god, she's a corpse." Um, <laughs> Which one? <laughs> Not Linda Lavin. <laughs> the one who played Flo on Alice. Uh, Polly Holiday. Polly, there we go. But yeah, because they made her up. And if you ever saw her without makeup, oh, not yeah, the yeah. same without woman, the yeah. red, Without the red Dolly Parton wig and yeah. Makeup. Was, yeah, she's the she same was person. Like yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, Vince Payback uh, and, uh, uh, and Vera, whatever her name was. <laughs> Oh yes. Oh god. We, we can do one more step, and then uh, Alice's son was played by uh, Philip McKeon, who was the brother of Nancy McKeon from Facts of Life. Oh my god! <laughs> Which we can wow. circle back because that's a spinoff of Different Strokes. Different Strokes. Ah, uh, we are just we are painting well, the seventies. That was like that. Well, now we've moved into like the eighties now because once you yeah because once you get into like Alice and Flo. Or when you get into facts of life, different strokes. Um, hello, Larry. Uh, oh, <laughs> I remember nice. when different strokes and nice. hello, Larry were the were the back and back, the new, the fresh comedies on. Um, on they crossed over. CB and B. yes, because hello, Larry knew McLean Stevenson knew Conrad Bain. <laughs> <laughs> Conrad Bain. I'm going to close this out because Conrad Bain was on Maud. Oh. 
as a recurring character. He was like a he was neighbor the or something or a friend husband. Or... Yes. Yeah. There we go. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Wow. Down here. Good night, folks. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so she Hulk, huh? <laughs> yeah, that was actually where I was going next. <laughs> um Holy cow. By the way, we already have a title for this episode. It's the validity of Marley Gibbs programming. Um, <laughs> uh, unless we come up I'm with something better. I'm just amazed how much gonna... how we linked all that crap together. <laughs> <laughs> and circled it back because that's what we do. That is what we like to call the circle game in case you're not familiar with our, our ways. Um, yes, start at a yes. point, work our way into the wilderness and come back around. Um, She-Hulk, yeah, that. What'd you think of the finale? That was a little too meta. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't hate it. I mean, it. There, there's like, I think there's a fine line between breaking the fourth wall and uh, just basically throwing everything out the window. <laughs> I, I liked when she uh, broke through the uh, Disney Plus screen and jumped into another one. That was funny. Uh, oh yeah, and I liked and I liked uh, the AI. That was the confronting funny. Kevin, the AI, that yes. was great, actually. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it just kind of it, it came. Uh, you had it going along. You had all of a sudden, oh crap! You know, Emil, not evil, but he's doing this uh, speech for the toxic masculinity crowd. <laughs> And then seminars. she shows up, and you kind of thought that would work itself out. And instead, we go completely meta, completely out the fourth wall, and do like come back to the hard reboot. Oh, yeah. Hey, this is my son, Sklar. Uh, wait, what? Yeah, that was the uh, emo Hulk was a little underwhelming. <laughs> that, yeah, and the CGI was uh, not good. No, I think they'd run out of money um, with the Daredevil episode. <laughs> I mean, they didn't have enough Darede money. I did like when characters just started falling out of the sky. Just bam, bam, bam. Okay. Whoops, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, yeah, that was funny. Yeah, no, I thought they just sort of, it, it felt like, I mean, they, they ran, they couldn't even, because Charlie Cox is on there, and I like, he goes, there's, you know, 15 bad, 10 bad guys. It's, you know, 15 seconds to take each one of them out. And she's like, I don't have an hour to wait. <laughs> He's like, the math doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Half an hour to wait. Um, but then he's there, and I'm like, oh, cool. It's a Netflix ho uh, hallway fight. Hallway fight. I said and it out loud. And we never got hallway the hallway fight. fight I said it out loud. crashing through there. the ceiling. I, I will say I this. Love I think maybe one of the problems with the show might be because it is so CGI heavy that if that it doesn't work, then it's going it to basically doesn't... unravel everything else. Yeah, I agree with that. And and it was it was touch and go in a lot of spots. Um, that was maybe my one overall complaint is if you're going to do a CGI character, you got to have a lockdown before uh, before you go to press, as they say. Mm -hmm. it's I mean, one thing it, when it's rocket raccoon you know and groot and you're spending a billion dollars on the movie it's another when you got tv money and uh and even if you've got Di disney tv money <laughs> it's still just tv money it's still tv money at the end of the day yep yep 
So um, overall, I enjoyed the show. I look forward to seeing another season. Um, it very much captured the spirit of the John Byrne run or run right. on the title. Yeah. So in that respect, I enjoyed it. I liked the way they updated the origin of the character. Um, I liked that they circled back on some of the points from the Hulk movie that they've just kind of left stagnant. Um, yeah. yeah. No, there was it was it was fun. I I I I, uh, I did not like the wedding episode because that one seemed to me to be sort of the uh, oh no, it's a Disney Plus series. There's that episode that doesn't work because. We're, we're trying to make it go eight. Uh, we should probably only go six. <laughs> so here's that episode you can tell could have been rolled into another one and no one would have blinked. <laughs> yeah, that was the weakest of the eight. Um, but mm-hmm. yeah, I enjoyed it. Um, I'm curious to see where they go with Daredevil now uh, because they've announced Born Again, which is mm-hmm. not a Disney uh, arc at all. Mm-hmm. Because, because frankly, with that one, don't they have to pretty much start out with Karen being a junkie? Oh, porn a junkie, star, yeah. junkie porn star. Yes. Yeah. I want to know how they so, can reconcile uh, Matt's Catholic guilt with a one night stand with She Hulk. You know, <laughs> shouldn't that man be in New York in a confessional? <laughs> oh, <laughs> talking I'm to that you. priest. <laughs> well, he'd go back to he did go. <laughs> Back in hell conditions, talking to that priest. Yeah, yeah. That'll yeah, be the start of yeah. the Netflix show is him in confession. Father, I had a confession, and this is a doozy. This is a doozy. I nailed She-Hulk. What? <laughs> What's the uh, our father's conversion on that one? Um, <laughs> gamma irradiated sex. Oh, my God. You know that there's that's a joke about what's the, the penalty for this. Is it the... There's a new priest. He's 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 filling in for a father doing confession. He's nervous about it. The father tells him he goes, "Hey, he goes, don't don't worry about it." He goes, "There's there's a chart in there that tells you if they what they when they confess to a sin, you just go down the chart and and give them the penance." And so he's in there, and the first lady comes in, and they you know admits to impure thoughts, and he quickly scans the list, and he's like, "I right, impure thought. Okay, okay, give you you know three Hail Marys and and five Our Fathers, you know." bless you next person comes in they admit to something goes down the chart you know does this all afternoon finally somebody comes in and they admit to being unfaithful to their husband and and you know i'm sorry what 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 did you do oh i had oral sex with with you know someone who wasn't my husband uh and he's looking down he's like uh he can't find it on the chart he kind of opens the door he goes down to one more confessional and says father father yeah what 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 is what what does father give for a for for a blowjob? And the old priest says, "Oh, uh, a candy bar." Uh. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me a little bit ill. <laughs> oh, that's funny. That's funny. Uh, um, well. <laughs> We can also Catholic. talk about uh, Terrier by Night, I think. Yeah. And when we started all this nonsense with Terrier by Night, I had no idea they were actually making a show about the Werewolf by Night character. Did you? Mm-hmm. Okay. No, uh, because I, I think, well, 50, so like a year ago. I don't even think it was 
a glimmer in Michael Giacomo or <laughs> the composer's eye. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm looking to see what episode we dropped. Uh, let's see. I don't know. Oh, I, I liked it. It was, it was fun. It was um, kind of, you know, old timey horror. Yeah, that where, was one of my favorite parts about what these are black and white and so you're doing with lighting effects and and that kind of a thing i like you know he slash and slash and slash and you don't actually see the slashing but then all of a sudden the screen just goes dark with blood <laughs> you know yes which i thought was a great effect you know the transformation in the shadows is another classic monster movie i love the, even that the design of the werewolf part was that he wasn't oh, yeah. you know very much an old school uh, Lon Chaney, you know, stay off the moors kind of creation. Well, I liked what he, like he first started changing when he was in the cage and he put his hand down and it did the uh, American werewolf in London situation where the hand shoots out into sort of a paw. Uh And then they just, that was all they showed. Then it was everything. Oh, we're not going to. And I I loved the use of man thing. Can I just say that? That was amazing and unexpected, you know, because he totally unexpected thing and that hand comes on him and you're like, really? going, are you kidding me? Man thing? What the hell? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He passed like, the hand and you're the like, wall and the eyes yeah. and, the, and the, then the vine snout. And I was like, I geeked out big time. I loved no, it. I loved was... those. And, and the best part of the man thing being in it, other than him being in it at all, was when like the one hunter went after him and he put his hand around his head and he burst into flames because as we know if you know fear you burn at the man things to touch and i thought yes they they didn't explain it they just happened and yeah when he cooked the old woman too when he showed up at the end yeah it was yeah it was you know what do you call him uh ted (laughs) (laughs) yes (laughs) uh so yeah that 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 as well i was like yep that's good yeah no, that was that was fun and unsur and, and unexpected, which was uh, which I think made it all the better. And then I quickly went online and bought the Man Thing Funko Pop because nice. If this sets things up right, I should be able to <laughs> be a dick and sell it for a profit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's, it's the way the system works, man. That's right. You sneakerheads have ruined my hobby, so I'm going to go ahead and take your money. Um, <laughs> is that what's happened? Is that what it is? Is it sneaker heads have infiltrated? Not to an extent. I mean, it was it was getting as it became more popular. Uh, and I, I did not intend to wear the Hunko the Funko Hall of Fame T-shirt tonight. It's just what I was wearing <laughs> to work <laughs> underneath my you know official no work clothes. Uh, but uh, yeah, no, uh, it used to be. It, yeah, uh, five or six years ago, maybe a little bit more. You know, it used to be that like a Funko dropped an exclusive. You could, you know, you had a, didn't have a like a hundred percent chance of getting it, but you had a good chance of getting exclusives. And then all of a sudden, these things started selling out in minutes. And it's a largely an influx of uh, sneakerheads who who were coming they in priced and priced themselves know, out of their own hobby. Exactly. They price themselves out of shoes and then are out to uh, probably destroy, I would say, um, hobby cards, Funko, yeah. anything else that they touch. 
because they they apparently their avarice knows no bounds. They are locust of the modern era. Wow. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> this one on me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. We we went by a sneaker show at uh down by where I work. There's a uh, an old uh, an old arena that they've turned into this multi this monstrous multi-purpose building that they can't seem to find any purpose for um <laughs> and so uh they were having a sneaker convention there and i almost wanted to go just to see what it was like um to buy and sell you know tennis shoes um it just is very strange the sneakerheads i don't get you know I understand that you get like a, a baseball card, you put it into a sleeve, you get it graded, and now it's in a slab, but you can still enjoy the the thing. Uh, and then you go out and you buy a set of tennis shoes, and then you wrap them in saran wrap, and you never touch them again, you know. Yeah, and, uh, I I will admit I don't necessarily get that either. Uh, mm-hmm. It's shoes to me are utilitarian, so I don't I don't get it. <laughs> I and that's yeah, that, a pair that's of shoes whole... that I didn't wear out. So, right, and we were, you know, we would have been of age to have like geeked out over Michael Jordans, um, mm-hmm. except that we geeked out over floral vans. Uh, <laughs> 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 true, true. <laughs> you know? I'm ninety-five percent uh, certain I had some of the early Jordans, just but I wore them every fucking day, you know. Exactly, because they're shoes, and that's what you do with shoes. <laughs> that's their purpose. I have a nice pair of Doc Martens that I've got this uh, goldfish, like Japanese goldfish print on them that mm-hmm. I only wear for special occasions, but I wear the damn things. And they're right. affectionately called the Yakuza's. Uh... <laughs> Your name or Doc Martens' name? My name. I think okay, Doc just checking. calls them, you know, Japanese fish or koi. I think, yeah. I think, yeah, Doc may have called them kois or something, and I'm the one who's <laughs> called them the Yakuza's. <laughs> they Better. really, yeah, they really, you know, finish off an outfit. <laughs> really bring the, draw the outfit together, pull the outfit together. Uh-huh, yeah. It's like, it's like Lebowski's rug. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I have a question for you. I have a question. Uh-huh. Laura asked me this the other day, and I think you've told me before, but I don't remember. So we were watching the football game, and she was like, because I had complained the other night about, I refer to the Cleveland baseball team as the not Indians, because I just can't call them the Guardians. Just can't do it. (laughs) Uh, And she wanted to know why the Chiefs get to still be the Chiefs. And I think you explained it to me one time, but I don't remember. So do you know? Yeah, it was because... There was a mayor in Kansas City called H. Rowe Bartle, um, and his nickname was Chief. Uh, he was big at the Boy Scouts. He was big in Kansas City. Uh, he was big, actually, just big, fat, boss, <laughs> hog-looking guy. Um, <laughs> we go down that rabbit hole with Enos. <laughs> <laughs> Roscoe P. Coltrane. Yeah, exactly. All right, all right you want to do it? Let's, I'm all right. Here we go. Who was Huey Hogg, boss's nephew? Oh God, I don't know. Stand-up comedian idea. Jeff Altman. Hi, Daddy. Oh wow! Oh man, <laughs> Jeff hot, Altman spicy, was Huey Hog. <laughs> Sweet and meaty. He high. Yeah. So was it a Roscoe spinoff or was it a Boss Hog spinoff? 
uh, Enos got the spinoff. Huey was a recurring guest star. Okay, I thought that uh, he drove. Roscoe, uh, he drove. I, I thought right. Roscoe got a spin spinoff before Enos. No, and Enos' Roscoe show lasted like like three or four seasons, right? Or two, maybe two. Two, I would give it. A, I I don't think it was more than that. And then he went home to Hazard. But yeah, he was a LA then, cop. So he, yeah, he did that. And about the same time as when, since we started with all in the family, <laughs> Carol O'Connor's uh, Heat of the Night. <laughs> Which like ran forever. <laughs> yeah. The show was always on. It was like Law and Order SVU before SVU came around. Um, <laughs> all right. Here's just a really weird segue, but there's a, um, there's a documentary about Sidney Poitier that's on Apple TV. Uh, mm-hmm. and he was, of course, in the original movie version of In the Heat of the Night. And he had. Uh, from Sir to Love, In the Heat of the Night, and Look Who's Coming to Dinner all come out in the same year. Damn. Yeah, that's what I said. In 1967, all three of those movies came out. That's got to be one of the best years any actor's ever had. Yeah, that's that's coming out. Those, those are all stone-cold classics, man. I'm just like... Wow. Yeah. Nice job, yeah. Sydney. <laughs> yeah. Me too, you, man. Um, all right, so I got Damn. the answer on the Chiefs. Okay, so yeah, yeah so H. Robartle, anyway, his nickname was the Chiefs, and I think he may have played a role in getting the AFL Dallas Texans to move to Kansas City. Don't know why. Now, the, the, the problem is played. that they can say that the name is a reference to H.R. It's a Bartle uh, mm-hmm. to the mayor, um, which is like, okay, yeah, that makes sense, except all of your iconography is Indian based. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you play at the, the Arrowhead uh, Stadium for God's sake. The sense. Arrowhead on the side of the uh, helmet says otherwise. Which, actually, to be honest, is is probably one of the most, the more the least offensive of yeah. the uh, kind I mean, of native yeah. iconography that you could do. It's not like the Redskins um, or the Blackhawks, yeah. where you actually have the representation of an Indian head. Our and chief I would Wahoo. say that the, I would, our chief, why? Uh, yeah. Or the screaming like, Braves baseball. <laughs> you could even like smooth that out. So it just becomes an arrow. I mean, you really could. I mean, Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You don't do the jagged edge around it. It's, it's easy to, and we, we talked about that once, you know, what team would be the next one to uh, lose their, uh, you know, name. I say Notre Dame. About time the mix got pissed off. <laughs> They're no longer the fighting <laughs> Irish. Let's go back to the drinking Irish. The drunken Irish. How about the lover? No, no, no. Yeah, David. Yeah, there we go. You know, uh, Frank. Like at work, we're talking about that. And if you you called a name, called a team, like with a a uh, inappropriate slur for Italians that there's a very good chance the Italians wouldn't care. And that, that you know, if you had the so-and-so digs, they would be like totally cool with it. <laughs> I think it was cool. They would. They think it's cool. They'd all wear, you know, the t-shirts and the track suits and, uh, you know, the pinky rings. <laughs> One of the things the that track, always amused me. The track suits. The tracksuits. Yeah, that's what. 
Yeah, you know, you go to the stadium and it's just nothing but velour. Um, or or those beers. lightweight, huh? And white and the white beaters, the chains and stuff. And the one thing that was always funny is like when we were working on the hotel and we'd go to St. Louis, and we would often go to a, a place in St. Louis called the Hill, which is an Italian neighborhood, and, and we would go there. And 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 Frank would usually. Um, so the, the way it would work is we would go, we'd work all day, uh, we'd each go to our separate rooms, take naps, call the wives, all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he would come down mm-hmm. and like, I would come down in a t-shirt and shorts because I'm done. I'm, I'm not wearing long pants anymore. I'm not wearing a button down. Mm-hmm. I'm done. <clears throat> and Frank would come down um, like in ironed shorts, pressed shorts. And, and somehow or another, he had brought like, jewelry with him and would put on so he'd end up with like three or four chains he didn't have like bracelets on and stuff and his hair was already slicked back and stuff and 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 there was one trip where we were driving through the hill in a mercedes with tinted windows and frank is all tricked out (laughs) and i'm sitting in the the passenger seat getting smaller and smaller because it's like i i have now become part of frank's rolling stereotype and (laughs) I'm not liking this as much as I thought. Because <laughs> we pull up in a tinted window Mercedes in front of an Italian restaurant, and he steps out like all blinged out, and and, like, and the Sinatra music just starts playing automatically. You can hear it. It's just yeah, it's piped into the neighborhood. They play it overhead. Him and Dino, you know, when the overhead. You, I like a big pizza pie. That's amore. And then we go to an Italian restaurant. <laughs> I was hoping for that makes me a little bit ill. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> that ain't gonna go. No, that one works too. <laughs> oh yeah. And we would walk uh, it. Yeah, it's it just it, it made me. I I felt self conscious. Frank actually blended right into the woodwork. You never knew he was there, and I'm sitting there sticking out like the you know odd pecker wood out, which is a phrase for the non Italians. <laughs> <laughs> is it really? It is in our neighborhood. The pecker oh, okay. wood. So. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yes, I was like, I never felt more pecker wood. <laughs> Now, what was funny, though, is that that uh, Anne actually lived in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And we were down there once and uh, Frank had met her one time and he goes, doesn't your friend that live down here? I was like, she does. Uh, in fact, hang on. And so I started thinking it through and I knew she worked for herself and she'd incorporated. So I looked up her incorporation <laughs> on, the, uh, on the secretary of states and it listed right. the agent. And I, I, I called her. I said, hey, Anna, you know, I know it's short notice, but Frank and I are in here working on the hotel. We want you to come down and join us for dinner. And she's like, oh, you know, I'm, I might come down. She's like, I, I'm tired. It's been a long day. I was like, okay, well, I'm at this address, and I know I'm like three blocks from your house. So you could come down and have dinner with us, or Frank and I are going to go find your house and come visit you. I'll be there in 10 minutes. <laughs> And she knew you weren't bluffing. That's the thing. She knew. Uh, yeah. And the, the funny part about it is like, you know, Frank has like ice blue eyes. Mm-hmm. And so 
the the first time she met him, she and I were sitting on this one side of the booth, and she was like commenting about how pretty his eyes were. And she's like, "Oh my god, his eyes are so blue!" Oh my god! And I was like, "Oh yeah." I go, "Every vendor we work with just loves his eyes. They just go gaga." Frank is across the table, and we are talking as if he is not there. <laughs> and we're on our side of the table giggling away and uh frank is turning redder and redder, and redder. <laughs> she's like oh god do the women just love him i go oh my god i go you have no idea i go i feel like such a such a such a turd we go in and i mean as i go the only nice thing is that frank locks up around pretty girls <laughs> whereas i open like a delicate flower <laughs> oh, yeah <laughs> Uh, <laughs> I should tell the folks who are watching that even though that crawl going across the bottom of the screen says check out slurptoast.com for more content for There's some no content. reason the website the website is down. I don't know why. I discovered it yesterday. Didn't have a okay. chance today to fix it. That's on my list of things to do tomorrow. Slurptoast will be back up, but I don't know why it's down. So bear with me. It will be back. So mm -hmm. anyway. fair enough. So anyway, that's enough. So I did answer the question about the Chiefs. And then you did. we went on this Italian rant. So <laughs> I'm good. still chuckling about the uh the tracksuits. That's amazing. Um Okay, <laughs> see that question I, time. Oh okay. good, yes. Our favorite old man conversation topic. Uh <laughs> I'm lounging night, on this giant oversized pink. Wow, <laughs> it is bag. all of those things. It is all of those things. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> Still my pictures so on last the night, wall, but <laughs> see, Spider Man. Your pictures? Still mm -hmm. on the wall. Where are your pictures? Um, so last night, Laura, or yesterday, Laura turned the heat on because it got mm. below seventy-five. I don't know. Um, so the the air <laughs> wasn't running. <laughs> <laughs> Anything below eighty, and she's looking for like blankets. Um, okay. anyway, uh, so the heater got turned on, so there's no circulation. She turned the fan off. I was oh. wound up and wired for some reason. I don't know why. And I felt like I was drowning. I had a little, little something in the sinus and I couldn't uh -huh. catch my breath. I, I took it off after like two hours. I'm like, I'm done. Can't do this tonight. Is that normal? Uh, yes. That, that okay. I, I can't, I can't even make the two hours when that happens. So yeah, you get a little bit of a head cold and a little bit of congestion, and yes, you 100% feel like you're drowning, because it's like uh, Newman describing the mail. You know, then it's Christmas and the catalogs, and they keep coming and coming and coming, and that's how you feel about this air constantly blowing in your in your you know your. your well, nose. I didn't have the mask. that you just that can't right, seem to catch up. I kept blowing out over my eye. <laughs> I've done that when you it wake up the next morning and you're like, I can't open my eye. Ugh. Last night was not a good night. Everything was wrong. So, yeah. No, yeah, that happens. Um, I had one night so bad that I was stuffed up. I think I told someone, it's like, by the way, man does not live on antihistamines alone. And I know because I tried. Um, <laughs> and I did. I took like uh, one antihistamine. Uh, to go to bed and um, and and that wasn't working and so I, I got up in the and I, I went downstairs and I took two more antihistamines and that didn't work and then I started doing shots of bourbon because I was so tired and so 
angry. I could not get to sleep. I had been fighting this for at least, you know, three to four hours and I, I couldn't breathe. I was stuffed up and I finally passed out at like three in the morning in the chair. But my final thought before passing out was like, this is how like rock stars die. You know, <laughs> that I'm taking a bunch of antihistamines, yeah. of half a bottle of liquor and, you know, um, you choke on your own vomit. I should work on my will. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, the medicine just kicked. Yeah. <sighs> oh, yeah, then you wake up. It's, but usually what happens is, uh, yeah, it sucks. You end up, you know, having to prop yourself up to make sure you got the drainage going because the air is relentless. It just keeps going and going and going and going. <laughs> I um, don't hate the machine. I've gotten used to sleeping with it. I've gotten it mm -hmm. adjusted so I can maximize the hose, so I can move around a little bit. And okay. So, um, and I had the mask fit perfectly, and then I had decided it was a good idea to clean everything, and now I can't get it back the way I had it. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, with the one that fits over, when you roll over on your side, it pushes, and then all of a sudden there's that hiss of air that your partner, yeah, your partner is like, stop that. Gotta sleep. Gotta <laughs> sleep. You know, you're the. Laura doesn't away. seem to mind it. It's really, it's really quite quiet. Uh, much quieter than the uh, ones we used to sell at my store. So I'm pretty pleased <laughs> with that. It's like a little tiny iron lung. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really, the only thing I ever think I hear is when it's heating up the, uh, the water tank. You know. Oh, I quit using that, and and my Did reason you? for it. Yeah, I quit using it because it made the everything smell like a pool. Um, <laughs> you know, you strap it on, you're like, oh, my God, I'm at the gym. And then the wet air hits you, and all of a sudden, uh, it just, I couldn't do it. It was uncomfortable. I, I mean, it, it was, it, I didn't, sure, I wake up in the morning with, like, all the boogers in my nose completely dried out <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> but it felt better than sweeping in, sleeping in a swamp. <laughs> that I'd Maybe wake I'm up and you'd get... You'd have like the, the the condensation, kind of like you know, rolling it out into your mustache and stuff, and you're like, "Oh God, it's gross and it smells like boogers. I can't deal with this. <laughs> I, I got to go to work, man, or shave. I don't know." <laughs> All right. Well, I will keep that up. I'll keep that in mind as we move into the. Into the winter and see if it uh, Into the winter. That happens. Uh, yeah, and you don't have to then replace all the equipment as often if you don't use the water tank. Yeah. But you know, I, I only minded. replace once the thing crushes down and doesn't hold its shape anymore. <laughs> so they're like, Steve, it's been eight months since you ordered refills. Is everything fine? Yeah, I'm good. I got another three months to go, bitch. Yeah, I I was just laying there like I was my brain was was running um, and the thing was hissing into my eye and I was and hot you, and, the, and, and I was just never like, yeah you can't catch your breath because every time you start to blow it out you hyperventilate basically with the fucking thing on your face the, what you figure is supposed to not happen it's supposed to relax you and calm you 
and make you sleep deeper. And instead, it it feels like you're you know running a marathon. You can't catch your breath, and 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 you eventually rip the thing off of your head in the middle of the night and slam it down on the nightstand. And then your wife is like, "What's wrong?" And you're like, "I'm going to the basement. Fuck this." <laughs> yeah, I went to the couch. And that may just be me. And that may just be me. No, no, no. I, I don't have a basement, but I went and laid. I went to the couch in the den, and I was like, "Can't mm-hmm. turn on the fucking TV because it'll be too loud." And the bed's on the other side of the wall. God damn it. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, well, I brought my book with me. I'll read that till I fall asleep. Just kept reading. I wasn't sleeping. Yeah, because you never fall asleep because you're all stuffed yeah. up and can't breathe. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> and you're pretty sure that device was trying to kill you, you know. <laughs> yes, this is Which, the most exciting part of our program. Old men and their ailments. The CPAP years. Wait a minute. I, you know what, though? I've always wondered about that because I think the conversations that we've had about our ailments are way more enjoyable than like old men sitting around talking about procedures and stuff. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. You know, it's not like uh, these old gray heads going, Oh yeah. You know, I got my prostate exam and I go to put the finger up the butt. One of the guys at work had his done. He was like, how'd it go? He goes, well, my butt's no longer a virgin. And you're like, damn dude, work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm no longer a virgin back there, is what he said. Oh, <laughs> <You're> just... <laughs> nice. Oh, wow. There, see, that's the, you know, I've I've talked, I've seen the old grayheads talking about. Oh, what about you? I can't get up, and I go to make water, and it's just trickle, 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 trickle. If you're like, yeah, when I get to that point, fucking shoot me. You know, me, me, me talking about a life and death struggle with my CPAP machine where I'm convinced it's trying to kill me because I took too many antihistamines is is different than than you Better know. Than, than talking about your anal virginity. Yeah, um, exactly. Or yeah. talking about how you can't make water anymore, which, by the way, my grandmother make water. Really? Oh, yeah. My grandmother, uh, you know, she she made it to like 93 94 93 yeah anyway and we were talking about something and she was talking about going to church and she's like i don't think i want to go this week last week you know walter rushline in the middle they said preacher said do you have any kind of does anybody have any announcements and this old dude stood up and i just said his name but anyway uh and announced he says well i just want everyone to know i'm having a hard time making water and then sat back down and I go, no way. He didn't really say that. My grandma's like, he did. I thought that was strange. I go, that is strange and hysterical, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you don't realize to... it's hysterical, but I think it's hysterical. It is, but I mean, it also goes to the comfort level he has with the people in his church, which is way too much. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, mm-hmm. God bless him, I guess. Mm hmm. Do you have an announcement? Yes, sir. Bag is full. I gotta go dump it. You know what the hell? She also told, uh, you know, she tells stories that were inadvertently to me hilarious. She she talked about being at a funeral where the Christmas. She goes, I don't know why they put that Christmas tree so close to the casket. That that preacher's wife got up there to sing a song and she bumped into the tree and it fell in the casket. <laughs> I go, please tell oh. me it was open. I think it was. <laughs> oh, that makes it so much better. <laughs> and then Jim Bob was covered in tinsel. 
And that's how he went to his great reward. Yeah, he went to meet broken glass shards in his makeup. (laughs) He looked like he spent his final moments with his stripper, covered in glitter, (laughs) flashing lights, flashy lights, covered in glitter, a couple of dollars Uh, in his coat pocket. Yeah, that (laughs) did. Well, if you're gonna go in style, by God, go in style. Oh my God, yes. That's so uh, funny. Well, and these are country folks, so you know the idea. Of me, a guy thinking of a guy covered in glitter as they're putting him in the ground, is funny, you know, and creating this story about you know spending his last days with strippers. <laughs> They'd be like, well, I, I thought he looked pretty good right up until the end, you know. <laughs> <laughs> See, you know, my folks are both from small towns, and I can talk about them because they're never going to listen to this. Um, <laughs> anytime, anytime my mom gets together with my uncles, they talk about who's died. Exactly. And I always have always found that beyond morbid, but it's their version of catching up and trying to stay in touch with the small town where they grew up with, but it's still fucking weird. And dark, and they don't think it's yeah. dark. And you're you're sitting in there going, Jesus Christ, how many thresher accidents do they have in this town? <laughs> um, well, you know the Darnell boy. I think he went off and got killed. And you're like, God, that was kind of matter of fact, Grandma. Um, I did not deliver a eulogy at my grandmother's uh, uh, funeral, and it's probably a good thing I'm not because. My mom's like, what are you going to say? I was like, well, I'd say something like, I first met grandma when I was very, very small. And even though I was, you know, a couple of days old, I was told it went well. Um, And then I go, I'd probably talk about the time I asked her if there's two family names in this small area there are. And I was like, I probably mentioned, you know, asking her if the fags and the butts got along. My mom was like, you can't tell that story. I'm like, why not? Because people in those families have changed their names because of that. I go, okay. She goes, they might be at the funeral. I'm like, so then I could ask them. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> directly. <laughs> directly. Hey, facts, butts, you guys get along? All right, just a second. <laughs> and then, of course, all, I said, well, there's then a I, whole lot of questioning that goes with that. And I told him, I said, and I would also probably tell him that growing up, that no matter what I thought I would be fun to do, Grandma had a story about how somebody died doing it. So it'd be like, well, I want to go bungee jumping. Well, I think the rush line boy died bungee jumping. Okay. I want to go skydiving. I'm pretty sure there was a boy lived down on 42 highway. He fell out of a plane and he died. I want to go white river rafting drowned. I want to go to this. That. <laughs> Grandma was hard. My mom is like, yeah, my mom is like, you can't tell those stories. I go, why not? It's a funeral. Death stories should kill. And she's like, no, <laughs> you can't do that. <laughs> the one story I, I do wish I had told is that because of growing up and because of all these horror stories, uh, there was a bathroom in my grandmother's house that I refused to use because I had at one point become convinced that if I was in there using that bathroom, a creep would come out of the woods at the back of the property uh, and break in that window and steal me. And so I never <laughs> used that bathroom growing up because I was convinced I would be kidnapped. And even when I got old enough to realize that the story was bullshit, I still would use that bathroom 
for the same reason. I'd go in there and I'd be like <laughs> looking at the backwoods and the one light at the barn and be like, yeah, I'm not doing this. I'm going to the other one. No, not happening. Today. <laughs> so my version <laughs> of that is this, and it's not as bad as yours, but my uncle Terrell, my grandmother on my mom's side, lived with my uncle Terrell. Uncle Terrell had, uh, had been a florist. He'd open a florist shop. He'd blasted his front patio, his driveway and had a florist shop, closed it. But the shop was where the kids got to go. Got okay. to go. Yeah. Where like, we were banished like... to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Y'all go, go to the shop. The we'll let you know the when the food's right. ready. Yeah. Yeah. The shop has the lilies. <laughs> the sh- oh, no. The, the shop had a sliding glass door in the front that leaked every time it rained. Uh, <laughs> there's like a display case along one. What was a display case along one wall that has like plants overgrowing? When Uncle Terrell passes, I want to move that because I want to see which what toys are behind there that we lost fifty years ago that went sailing over the plants. We... <laughs> uh oh, uh oh, no, 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 not a freeze up. <laughs> oh, damn it! Nope, I'm online. Okay. Oh, crap. Well, hopefully Bruce here will realize in a second that his internet has disconnected him <laughs> and we'll get back online. In the meantime, I guess I get to do filler. Uh, so let's see. We could talk about the death thing. Uh, I need him back online to tell the really good story about actually uh, <laughs> almost dropping my grandmother's coffin. That's a good one. Uh, I don't come out of it like well, but uh, it is kind of a fun story. I could also give a quick tour of the. Uh, oh, I wonder if I could do that. Hmm. I could do a quick version of uh, what's on your desk, which is one of our recurring features, um, where we basically pull something cool off of our desks. <laughs> um, and describe it in great detail. Usually it's a toy. Uh, man, oh man, this sucks. Uh, or I can make fun of card breakers again, or uh, we could do hot takes on sports uh, and how bad the Russ and Wilson deal now looks for Denver, uh, especially since they gave him a big contract extension and he can't put more than 10 to 15 points on the board per game. Nice job, John. Um, what I should do? Yeah, he's completely kicked out now. Uh, or I could do something really quick. It's a version of what's on the desk. And we'll start off with uh, a couple of years ago, Funko did uh, MLB. There you go. You're back. Okay. I was actually trying to fill the time. I don't know how well I did. <laughs> what you? What were you showing? I saw a pop when I popped back in. Well, that was the thing. I was talking about what I thought I should do to fill time, and I went with what's on your desk. Sweet. And since I'm not that downstairs one... to show the really cool stuff that's on my desk, I was starting to show and talk about how Funko made MLB mascots. And ah, since I predicted nice. the Padres, I was pulling down the swinging fryer. And then I was going to talk about how um, how they should have done the Chicago White Sox mascot uh, here in his prison stripes. 
which I think <laughs> is the way to properly uh, dress out this character. I don't nice. know what the hell the character's name is, but it does look like Oscar the Grouch fucked Barney. So, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> oh, if we're doing what's on your desk, I have a fun one. You ready? Good, because I'm filling time. <laughs> is it sneakers? It looks like sneakers. <laughs> it's not. It's something much more useful to me. It is. is it Corpus Christi? Uh, it's a hat. Ooh. It's the Chick-fil-A... Because uh, I because I use the app a lot. <laughs> so you, it's, you a, it's a it's a it's reward. a major award. It's a major award. <laughs> it came in a box that said Fragile. <laughs> yeah, I may need to cut back on the Chick Fil A. My wife says I have a problem. When they start sending you merch, it may be time to cut back. When they start sending you complimentary merch that you didn't even ask for. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Moist boy says uh, free hot and diabetes. So, uh, <laughs> so apparently he joined us in the middle of the meltdown because his comment before that is Jesus Christ. Because <laughs> you were talking about going behind and finding the fifty-year-old toys behind the yeah and, counter, and then there's there's a painting on the one wall. Uh, it's left over from one of my uncles, um, and it has haunted generation of generations of grandkids. It's a black velvet matador. Oh, nice! The fucking its eyes follow you no matter where you are in that room. <laughs> it's terrifying. He, does, it he, literally... does he have the bull and the, the sticks? Is he going for the kill or is he just standing no, there? No, 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 no. It's, 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 oh, it's this pose. <laughs> it's this pose with the eyes. And hanging next to it or below it, depending on, is a, is a it must have belonged to another uncle. It's a shield with two, sword, two swords and a flail. Now, me being me, I figured out you can take the flail off the plaque oh, <laughs> and use it to smash so, the matador in the face. Uh, well, <laughs> there, there's a there's a church next door to my uncle's house, which is where we used to shoot fireworks and such. I was on the other side of the hedgerow. Uh, there's a plan that when the time comes, we're taking the matador off the wall. All the cousins are going to the parking lot next door, dousing it in gasoline and lighting that son of a bitch on fire because it's haunted us all. <laughs> Sometimes they would make us sleep out there. Ooh, That's even wow. more terrifying when those kind of like velvety eyes are looking at you and you're trying the, to sleep. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and the other great part of the shop was um, it had a uh, had has a um, a gas heater in it. Hmm. Sure, let's put a bunch of kids out in the gr- <laughs> a few action figures lost their lives in that heater. Um, <laughs> <laughs> At some point, I became the oldest and the put in charge of things. Who thought that was a good idea is beyond me. That's one of those where you're like going, <laughs> throwing it in the in the in the in the fire. <laughs> I'm in charge. This was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh well, maybe they'll learn. <laughs> maybe they'll learn. If I burn this place down, they'll they won't put me in charge anymore. Yes, as I was filling time, I was saying, since we're talking about death stories, I can also tell the story of being a pallbearer at my grandmother's funeral. And mm-hmm. we had to go up a hill and over a headstone and pass the, you know, you, you kind of, they, there's a ritual, you know, you just, you put your hand on it, you pass it forward and the person in the forward mm-hmm. puts it on the beer and this. Okay, I'm the one in the back and I slip. And I have nobody to hand the uh, um, the, the the handle off to, mm-hmm. 
And so I'm falling away from the casket, holding on to the casket, and the casket kind of tilts in my direction. I feel grandma roll in that box. <laughs> and I'm like, oh God, oh God, oh God, it's going to fall out. It's going to open up and she's going to fall on me. Ah! <laughs> it's like the creeps coming out of the woods all over again. Right. They're waiting till the very end to get me. They're going to pop They're out of grandma's mascot at the funeral. I'm like 40 <laughs> years old at this point. Come on, man. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't have that Coming one. out of a graveyard. <laughs> oh, that's not good. Here's my fa my favorite of the the family funeral stories. And this is, we had a bunch of them in a row. You may or may not remember that. You weren't there for all of them, but you were there for many okay. some of them. But, but uh, we went to visit family in Mississippi for Christmas one year. Uh, we Came home on the 26th. We had just gotten home. And my aunt called to tell my dad that my grandmother had died. So we repacked our suitcases and <laughs> we went back. back to Mississippi. And it was cold as a well ditch digger's ass, as my dad would say. Mm -hmm. uh, and he was having neck issues at the time. So he's in a collar. He was doped <laughs> up. He doesn't remember much of it. But what I remember is um, <laughs> we were at this little you know, this little cemetery in Heidelberg, Mississippi, where the family's where the family's interred, uh, and his helicopter lands across the street by the, <laughs> in the, the the high school is across from the cemetery. Helicopter lands at the high school, and it's all the guys that work with Dad in Lafayette. They had essentially they had taken one of the company choppers. Loaded it, it up, came up, flown to Mississippi for the funeral, which I thought was amazing. Then it got back wow. in the chopper and flew back. <laughs> I was just sitting there, you're sitting I, there graveside. It's like, oh yeah. shit, the creeps are coming out of, of the big woods. Offshore, one of those big offshore helicopters, man. <laughs> I will never like, forget that. And all those guys, wow. the helicopter pilots for that company at the time, had learned to fly in Vietnam, and they were all nuts. Like they used Which to like kill the rotors said... <laughs> just to start it up again. Oh my god! I'm just sitting there thinking that yeah, that's the kind of thinking that's sitting around going, "Man, Big Dave's got a funeral. That sucks. We should go see him." Yeah. <laughs> Jumping a chopper. Was, let's go. The, the hangar was in Scott. So it was on the other Holy side shit. of the tin in Scott. So they just literally, they probably just drove from the oil center over to Scott, piled in, and took off. And it probably took them a couple of hours to get there in the chopper. I don't know. Wow. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> I will never forget that as long as I live. That thing landing in the in the in the field of the high school where my dad went to high school across the street from the cemetery where we're burying his mother. It just was like wow. the most small town thing ever. Except for the helicopter. Except for the helicopter. It's like, yeah, a small town would be when they pull up in a, in a beater Camaro and they're climbing out because they've taken. It's winter, but they took the T-tops off so you can all and fit in the car. <laughs> Slow run! And they're like jumping out like clowns. Oh, except they're coming out the T-top. <laughs> Oh dear Man, God! We went from all of the family to CPAP <laughs> to funerals. <laughs> it's never a dull moment when you listen to Slurp Toast. No, it's not. We don't know and, where you know, it's going. Yeah, there's no script for this. <laughs> uh, She-Hulk, 
uh, all in the family <laughs> CPAP Enus. machines. Enus. <laughs> Funerals. <laughs> oh, wow. Man. Did I ever tell you about Camaro Man? So I think I would remember if you had. So there was a guy in my route to work, and I, I would like stop and get like, you know, a donut or something at a, at a, at a, we have quick trips, 7 Elevens, whatever convenience store in your neighborhood would be. Right. But there was this guy who drove one of those IROC Camaros, right? With the really okay. pointy end front, mm -hmm. T tops. And he would get out of the car and he'd be wearing like a Smokey and the Bandit uh, red um, shiny satin jacket. He had <laughs> Elvis hair. He had pork chop sideburns. All of it dyed jet black. He's wearing the yellow and brown aviator sunglasses. And every time I saw the Camaro man, I would go to work and my day would suck. It would be like the second I stepped in. Hey, Steve, the well, because he's down. sucking all the he's sucking all the good he's sucking all the cool the out of the universe. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would swear to God, I'd be like, oh, I'd come out a quick trip and I'd see that Camaro roll in, and I'm like, damn it. And no sooner would I hit work than the server would be down and everything else. And um, but I will say as far as committing to a bit, he had the T-top IROC. Uh, and in the summer, man, That's he'd have the T-top off and yeah, that black dyed stuck in place, helmet hair, not moving. And it was like, I get it. You peaked in the eighties. Let it go, man. Let it go. <laughs> <laughs> He's probably still a big hit down at whatever, uh, dive hey, bar he had. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He rolls in and there, I call him Camaro man. It's, Probably Jeff, you know. <laughs> Jeff. <laughs> Nobody's going Camaro Man. All right. Yeah. Oh no 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 no. Some of them are calling him Camaro Man. You know they are because there's always that mm -hmm. one or two dicks in the crowd. He's calling him Camaro stuff. Man, and yeah. Hey man, did you get the newest BTO album? Oh man, you gotta fucking blow us that. <laughs> I don't know. It's come on eight track. Jesus Christ. Alright. <laughs> <sighs> Hell yes. Hell yes. Yes. <laughs> Foreigner now featuring the members of Foghat. Um, <laughs> All those bands. There's just like one guy left from each one. When they, they advertise exactly. eight groups, it's really just one group. And this one guy moves to the front every time. Yeah. Is there <laughs> any of the original? It's, it's like when Night Ranger comes on. And, you know, Babe does not like it when Night Ranger comes on because I start singing Sister Christian. Even if it's not that song. Sister Christian, will you do, 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 murder it? She's like, <laughs> Actual footage of your daughter. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Motor which is such I a bizarre song. So it's much. Sister Christian and then Motorin. And that, the song is called Motorin, isn't it? No, it's called Sister Christian. Is it? Okay. Yeah. And yet the most famous lyric is Motoring. Nice Put bridge, boys. your prize for flight. <laughs> Just, I will, you know, that song will forever be uh, Alfred Molina coked out of his brain in a bathrobe singing. So <laughs> that's all I get. Oh, my dog. When I hear it no, man. Yeah, babe was working on like a haunted house. Uh, cookie christmas uh gingerbread house okay 
and she got like icing on her face and you know the boyfriend holden not actually named holden i had to call his name out i had to think about what the fuck's his name oh yeah right anyway you know colton's like hey you got a little orange spot on your on your face and i'm saying you know little orange spot on your face today <laughs> it's the same old spot as yesterday <laughs> i was like what the hell like, all right on, jeff is, yeah <laughs> yeah That dude is sweet. He's even got the Burt Reynolds mustache to go with the satin jacket. Wow. And it's like, what's the matter, dude? Couldn't afford the Firebird, or did you trade up to the IROC? Oh, I think you should call him Hooper. Speaking of 70s. No, no, no. 70s stuntman movies. <laughs> We're not going down the Burt Reynolds Americana car movie route. That's no the good. The Hal Needham collection. <laughs> I got an idea I for a the... movie. <laughs> What's the movie? It's a guy in a car. <laughs> Burt Reynolds. Fast. You I know, I, as and I Terry say Bradshaw that. and Joe Coleco will be in it. <laughs> and Jerry Reed, because we need a theme and song. Jerry Reed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be fantastic. And Jerry Reed because we need a theme song. That's right. If Dom DeLuise for comic relief. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Chaos. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why they didn't make more Cannonball Run movies. It was like the love boat. It wasn't that hard to cast. You just get a bunch no. of has-beens and put them in cars. Yeah, exactly. All of Bert's friends. And then it's just vignette after vignette after vignette. <laughs> oh, look, there's the thing with the football players. And then there's a big car wreck at the end. And somehow or another, <laughs> and, and, Bert Reynolds and, and Dom DeLuise win. And Jamie Farr is a chic. I don't know. Um, <laughs> it, it was it was the oh, love wait a boat. Dean Martin and Sammy Davis boat. Jr. <laughs> as priests. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was the love boat meets the wacky racers. It's not hard. They should still be making one of those a year, and we should be into like like it has been ninety stars at this point. <laughs> the TV, the made for TV of the week, maybe a movie of the week type of thing. <laughs> There's plenty of platforms fall, now. Cannonball Someone Run twenty two. <laughs> Where we're going, there are no roads, and it's all in <laughs> Seriously, you throw throw Christopher Lloyd in the back of the ambulance. It's the same thing as Jack Elam. What? Oh, Marty, Marty! <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. He wouldn't be the one. It wouldn't be Christopher Lloyd shaking. It'd be uh, Michael J. Fox. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no not at all <laughs> <laughs> okay wow. seriously okay for the next for the next show we're gonna we're gonna cast a cannonball run movie circa 2022 give it some thought oh come with God. some racers let's see where the, what the venn diagram looks like <laughs> of what you bring and what i bring let's do that oh man robert urich is dead otherwise he's my yeah. lead uh, uh he'd have been he'd have been in the the 90s movies because he peaked in the 80s so he would have already okay aged out 
So then I will take. Uh, uh, I'm going to put Richard Ted Greer. McGinley. Richard Greer. I'm going to take. Yeah. I get uh, Greco. I call Greco. Okay. All right. Well, holy shit. Uh, um, oh my God, uh, Pamela Anderson for sure. Oh, oh she's have in heard the, of them. Yeah, she's in the she's in the zip. She's in the thing with Adrian. Oh my God, this is total throwback. And, uh, Adrian Barbeau. <laughs> We're done. That's a show right there. We're done. We've we've circled back to mud twice. We have to stop. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. All right. That's the end of episode fifty-one of Slurp Post, okay. a podcast. Next time we're gonna we're gonna bring the twenty twenty-two version of Cannonball Run. Give it some thought. We'll think about it. Um, and when we do it next time, if you've got thoughts or comments, or you want to throw somebody at us who you want in the cast, Connor. Connor <laughs> Thanks, Connor. Um, I have to show him the Cannonball Run first. Um, <laughs> so uh, until next time, I'm still Bruce. I'm still Steve. And we'll see you down the road. Later. Bye. Bye.